0: G'day, it's Hayley Carr here coming to you from my little riverside cottage in Australia. Welcome to the Super Freak podcast. I run a boutique coaching agency from right here, my farmhouse, with clients all over the globe. And in this show, I'm welcoming you into my world, into my home, and sharing the powerful philosophies, mindsets, and insights that make super talented, super freaky people able to create crazy good results sustainably, on repeat and almost effortlessly. So you can do it too. These riffs are inspired by conversations with the incredible people that I coach every single day, which I've been doing for over a decade, and from my own experience as a world champion martial artist. I love destroying big ideas until they're teeny tiny bits of genius that you can take with you, understand, remember, repeat, and use to create miraculous results with ease. You'll learn here about what I call Yin-style leadership, keeping the spark and the polarity in your relationships, financial empowerment, slowing down to achieve more, and regenerative, sustainable success in any kind of high-pressure, high-achievement-focused circumstances. So hold on to your hats, folks, and listen out for your insight of the day. I'm going to show you how to become immune to fear, failure, and feeble thinking. And before you know it, you'll be chasing down with ease and enthusiasm what you may have thought was impossible just yesterday. Let's dive in to today's episode. G'day. Welcome back to another episode of Super Free. And today we are getting super freaky. We're talking about sex and NLP, more accurately, better sex utilizing NLP. That's right, folks. It is not just reserved for formal coaching situations. Neuro linguistic programming transcends everything that we do. It's in everything that we do. The way I describe it is that it pretty much gives a name and a label to everything we subconsciously do so that we can start doing it consciously. So if you've never heard of neuro-linguistic programming before, I'm going to read this out to you. It's from my handbook here. Your entire human experience is made up of three main influences. One, neuro, <laughs> the nervous systems taking in of reality through your five senses, visual, auditory, kinesthetic, olfactory, which is smell, and gustatory, which is taste. Understanding how the bodies and mind's neurology works to better direct it towards more effective thoughts and behaviors and creating new neurological pathways that break through mental boundary conditions, right? So the neuro is the nervous system's understanding and direction to more effective thoughts and behaviors, creating new neurological pathways. Then we have the linguistic piece. Linguistic is becoming aware of how communication occurs within the self and with others through pictures, sounds, feelings, tastes, smells, internal dialogue, or the things that you say to yourself becoming aware of yourself, of the conversations that you have internally with yourself about the external world, which determines the way that you experience it. And then also speaking to others within their particular representational systems or their model of the world. So with our language, we reveal so much about how we take in information, how we process information, how we see the world, what we believe. We are revealing so much of ourselves that we don't even realize at a subconscious level every time we speak. So the linguistic part is about the way that we communicate both with ourselves and to others. And then the programming is about understanding that your mind is complex and made up of energy, but also functions much like a computer. And if you were to consider these thought patterns we have not as necessarily reality, but instead as software, you can determine which programs are dictating your current experience. The programming piece is also using the specific tools and techniques to reprogram, update and install new software, new beliefs, new ideas, etc., for optimal high performance. Okay. So neuro-linguistic programming is not just a tool for coaching. It is a way of understanding how we perceive the world, how we take in information, how we mess with it in our minds, and then how we put it back out into the world in the form of our experience, our results, our decisions, our behaviors, our thoughts, our beliefs, all that stuff, right? So when I talk about things that are not necessarily related to coaching, the tools that we use in neurolinguistics, it really transcends a formal kind of coaching situation. You can utilize them in real life. So today we're talking about sex and I'm really excited to deliver this because I believe that This can be such a powerful way to enhance your experience of intimacy and connection in your relationship if you understand what is happening. See, often what's going on in relationship, if it's not working, you could use the same NLP ways of describing what's happening in a way to describe what not to do, right? You can use NLP in a negative way. You can use it in a positive way. It's just a way to describe what we're already doing. If you understand what is we're already doing, we can do it more intentionally. Okay, so I'm excited about this conversation. Let's dive in so first thing to understand is that sex doesn't even actually have to be on the table necessarily for you to be able to participate in what I'm about to talk about so sometimes whether you're in relationship or not sex is just not on the table maybe that's because you're healing maybe there's something going on with your body and you need to take it off the table give yourself some time to heal Um, maybe it's just not possible for you right now you can still be here in this conversation because you can still feel turned on and really yummy without needing to actually have sex. Secondly, sometimes sex is not on the table because you're in a relationship that is long distance or maybe you're not in a relationship at all. And I want you to know that even still, you can still apply these tools. So let's dive in. Now, if I'm talking to something that is relating to a relationship and you're not currently in a relationship, please just take a beat and go to yourself, okay, how can I make this work just with me if I'm in relationship with myself? I still believe in knowing ourselves and trusting ourselves and backing ourselves in order to utilize these tools, whether you're using them with someone else or on yourself, okay? So the first thing in having better sex is about understanding what your values are. One of the biggest things that gets in the way in relationships is unfulfilled love strategies and misaligned values. So what do I mean by that? You know, entire careers have been made off of helping people understand what they most value and enjoy when it comes to sex and helping people communicate that, explore that and go deeper within that and categorizing that for themselves as well. So understanding what it is that you value the most when it comes to the context of sex, intimacy, and relationships is going to help you not only communicate that to a partner, but also give that to a partner. So what you value and what someone else might value, they will either be the same or they'll be different. It doesn't really matter But understanding what it is so you can fulfill that means you can really bring so much pleasure. So understanding it for yourself is the first piece. What is it that you value? Is it that you value touch? Is it that you value, then this could also be linked to love strategies to, you know, acts of service, words of affirmation, physical touch, experiences, gifts, things like that. But it could also be, are you someone who is very visual? Are you auditory? Are you kinesthetic? Do you like to taste things? Being understanding of what it is that who you are and what you value when it comes to sex is really important. So take a moment and write down what is most important to you. And if you have a partner, then you can communicate that between the two of you, what is most important to the two of you. Now, the key with understanding values when you have a partner is that You might both have the same word on that list but the word might have a different what we call complex equivalence in nlp it means meaning a different meaning so one person might have well i value trust and the other person might have trust as well but one person's meaning of trust is i can go and do my own thing and have a great time and take time for myself And know that you're not going to get frustrated or jealous or cranky with me for doing so because it makes me feel really good. The other person's idea of trust might be well, I know that you're not going to go anywhere without me because otherwise I feel jealous, right? And I'm making up this example, of course, but. It's really important that both of you have an understanding of what each of these words means to you, as well as what the words are, because sometimes this is where confusion can happen. We think we both value the same thing, but our complex equivalence or our meaning of that thing is different. And that's where we get kind of caught up. So understanding what you value, first and foremost, having a conversation, communicating that with yourself, with your partner is so, so, so very beneficial because let's say sex is off the table for a little while, or let's say Um, you're going on a trip or you are in a long-distance relationship or there's just something that's going on between the two of you, you have to kind of understand what is most important so that you can still fulfill those top values even when there are challenges and changes that can happen as well. Now, if someone really values privacy and safety, then you want to make sure that person has privacy and safety so they can really relax and let go. For example, if another person values variety, you want to make sure there is still... Privacy and safety while there is variety. So that's the first one, understanding people's values. The other one, I suppose the next one or that's linked to it, is understanding attraction and love strategies. There are certain things that we will feel incredibly attracted to no matter who you are. There's not like one thing that certain people will become attracted to. There is a spectrum of things we can be attracted to, and there's also a spectrum of things that can make us feel deep love. Now, I guess this is a separate topic, but when we have a relationship, sometimes our deep love strategy is different to our personal attraction strategy. This is why you might have heard the typical archetype of a woman who's attracted to bad boys you know they're never good for her they're not someone you know like Carrie and Aiden versus Carrie and Big on Sex and the City right Big was kind of like a bad boy sort of not really a bad boy and then Aiden was like this good wholesome hot guy and people were either team Big or team Carrie and you can really hear people's attraction strategies based on their connection to the characters in that show maybe that's a bad example but if you can understand what you're really attracted to, you can include that in what you value when it comes to communicating what you need about sex. And I really want to say that in times gone by, communication when it has come to sex has not always been something where we are very forthright and communicative. We're not very taught to kind of do this. So communicating when it comes to sex might be one of your top values or it might be something that you need to learn to value a little bit more because we've got to remember that we're not in a guessing game. We're in a relationship and it's okay for you to ask for what you want. It's okay for you to receive what you want as well. Understanding what your deep love strategy is may help you feel a lot more present and open and um, able to relax and sink into more deeper states of pleasure when it comes to long-term lovemaking. So attraction might get things started, deep love, may be something that keeps it long-term. Sometimes our attraction strategy is different to our deep love strategy. Sometimes they're the same. It really helps if they're the same, if you want to be in a long-term relationship with somebody. You know, if someone is only attracted to bad boys, that's their attraction, but that doesn't match their deep love strategy, we're going to we're gonna find some challenges there, for example. So you want to be aware of what it, your attraction strategy and your deep love strategy so that you can fulfill both of those in the arena of lovemaking and sex. The next thing is having a similar goal. So having a similar goal means it's not always about climax and you don't, like I said, you don't have to be having sex, but understanding what the goal is and having that as a shared goal between you, there might be different phases and stages of your life or your relationship where you need to adjust what the goal is. And it's so valuable to have your heart set in the same direction for the two of you because it's way more enjoyable for you, for your partner, if you have the same goal or outcome. The goal might be fun. The goal might be climax. The goal might be exploration. The goal might be returning to pleasure after a time of feeling like I was saying yes when I really meant no or I didn't know what I didn't know and so I'm learning something new. It might be trying something new. Understanding what the goal is, exploration, deepening of something can really make the whole arena and spectrum of sex so much better. So these couple of things that I have spoken about are all things we talk about in NLP, right? Understanding attraction strategy and a love strategy. It's linked to strategies, right? So if you are someone who's interested in neurolinguistics, if you've learned this in the past, please keep applying it to all of the different areas of your life. These tools Transcend so far beyond just like a coaching arena, right? And the whole point of learning these skills is so that you can make your whole life magnificent and better. Understanding um, your goals, having similar goals, having shared values, a shared complex equivalence, and understanding and communication of those values is just a really, really valuable tool in creating anything that you want. We're just applying it to sex right here. The final thing I want to say is something called anchoring. Now, anchoring is everywhere. Every time you smell something delicious and it reminds you of a certain place or a certain person, every time you hear a song and it takes you back to a certain moment in time, whether it be happy or sad, that song is anchored. It's a, it's a response, an emotional response connected to an internal trigger or an external trigger. I should say, sometimes it's linked to an internal trigger. Like you have a thought and then you have a feeling, but we can utilize anchoring in the sense of you have an external trigger that has a physical, emotional response. And we can learn these once and then we can stack them up, which is why, you know, you have one song that played one particular summer and it just reminds you of a moment every single time you learned it once, you've stacked it up because every time you've heard the song, you've brought back on those feelings. It can also be stacked over time. Now, why is anchoring useful in sex? Well, there are often a few stages to sex that makes anchoring really, really useful. The first stage is obviously initiation. The second is escalation, which is bringing us closer to climax, bringing it to the next level. And the third is obviously climax. Now, if if you can think about this, if we can create a st- an external stimulus and therefore an emotional response with something like a song or a smell or a sound like we have this surrounding ourselves in our lives all the time. It might be, you know, the sound of magpies reminds you of Australia. It might be the smell of a certain cake reminds you of your grandmother. It might be a song reminds you of a time or a certain um, smell of an essential oil can help you remember things, right? Then utilising that through sex We can actually create anchors that specifically help us get in the mood, anchors that specifically help us escalate and anchors that specifically bring us to a point of climax. And what what do I mean by that? There might be a certain look, a certain way of touching yourself or your partner or having your partner touch you that helps you get in the mood or escalate. There might be certain sounds, certain ways that you speak. There might be a certain way that you set up the room that helps you get in the mood. Now, for lots of different people, depending on the way that your nervous system takes in information, you might be a very kinesthetic person. So getting in the mood might require the lights at a certain level. It might require certain fabrics. It might require a certain feeling, candles, like being physically or kinesthetically kind of in the mood. For some, it's very visual. You know, it requires lingerie or it might be costumes or whatever it might be. For some people, you might be really auditory and it's like you say a certain thing in a certain way. It doesn't matter, but understanding yourself and understanding what works for you will really help you set up these anchors. So I want you to think about, What are some certain anchors that you could put into place to help you get in the mood? What are the ways that you can get yourself in the mood over and over and over again? And it might be using your senses, visual, auditory, kinesthetic, olfactory, or gustatory. What are some ways you can escalate So escalation might be, and you know that during sex there might be certain things if you've had the same partner for a long time, you might have developed certain ways that you already do this and ways that it works to escalate The process of having sex, that sounds really weird to say it like that, but you escalate the mood, you escalate the feeling, you escalate all the sensations. That might be through a change of pace, it might be through a certain touch, it might be through a certain sound. It might be you might have a safe word or a word that you use to indicate there might be a certain position that you move to that helps escalate things you're already doing this. Okay. There's nothing new here. It's just about understanding what you're doing so you can do it at a whole new level. And then finally, anchoring in climax is something that we don't often do. And it's often because we're in the moment, right? But anchoring in climax is really useful because it can actually help you bring those sensations on. So it doesn't matter what it is that you do, but I want you to think about making sure that this anchor is something that only you can fire off. It's It's something that only you can do. No one else can kind of do it to you. I heard a story in one of the classes that I took about some people who are fiddling around with this exercise. And when someone got to climax, she actually anchored in pulling on her own earlobes. And she'd anchored this in quite well, and then she was in public in class and someone came up behind her and just pulled on her earlobes and you can kind of guess what happened. It's very powerful stuff. So I want you to think about what are the ways that you could potentially anchor in a climax. And it might be, again, through words, through sounds, through the way that you breathe, certain actions, certain positions. It doesn't matter, but you can think about that for yourself. So, sex and NLP very intricately linked, just like NLP is linked to absolutely everything. But I really want you to think about this for yourself because I believe everyone should be having amazing sex and feel great all the time. Whether sex is on the table or not, no matter who you are, what you're going through, it is safe and wonderful for you to feel pleasure. So understanding what your values are, understanding what your love and attraction strategies are, understanding what the meaning of your values are having a similar goal and communicating that and then also um, understanding the way that you take information in through the senses and checking that out and seeing what kind of anchors you would like to put in for initiation, escalation and climax. My friends, I hope you have really enjoyed this episode today of the Super Freak Podcast. I'd love to know which one you're going to implement. I love talking about sex with my clients. I love helping people have great relationships and much more passion and aliveness in their relationships too. So I naturally am having this conversation quite consistently with clients. So I'd love to know which of those steps really Um, helped you? Which ones do you think you're going to implement and apply and have a go at? And you might want to play this podcast and pause it and have a go when you're thinking about your values and the complex equivalents or the meaning of your values as well. I encourage you to do your homework and have some amazing pleasure in your life. If you loved this episode, please go ahead and share it. If you would like to learn more about neurolinguistic programming, <laughs> it interests you in this case, head on over to HayleyCar.tv/ forward slash NLP dash training. I have an NLP certification training opening up this November to start in January, 2023. And I'd love you to be there. If you want to have a conversation with me about that, you can just DM me. In the meantime, I hope you enjoy your homework. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. And remember, everything you want is so much closer than you think. So stay curious, stay open, and I'll see you next time. Ciao. Thank you so much for being here and listening in with me today. I'm really grateful to be gracing your ears. Of all the things you could be listening to right now, you're right here with me. So thank you. Now, I'd love to hear from you. What was your one insight of the day? How are you going to apply it? Why not tell me in a review? If you know someone who would love this, please do share it with them. It's the best kind of compliment. So you could take a screenshot, you could tag me on Instagram and be that super freak who shares what's working for you with your world. And if you want more, you might like to check out my website, HaleyCar.tv. It's linked in the notes. It's there. You can find out about all the ways we can play even more together. And you can also get a free copy of my book and download a free copy of the Super Freak Self-Coaching Scorecard 2, which a lot of people are having a lot of fun with right now. Remember, everything you want is so much closer than you think. So stay curious, stay open, and say yes. I'll see you soon.